Welcome to You're Making It Worse. I'm Elliot Glazer. I'm Brent Sullivan. And I'm H. Allen Scott. We're here. We're queer. Uh. Meh. Textual healing. So there was a study recently called When Transparency Fails, Bias and Financial Incentives in Ridesharing Platforms. Dramatic. Very dramatic. (laughs) Um, Chris Parker, an assistant professor of information technology and analytics at American University, and Jorge Mejia, an assistant professor of operations and decision technologies at Indiana University, co-authored the study together about um, biases in ride sharing, like Uber and Lyft. Mm-hmm. Um, and basically, they they used four pictures to create these profiles. One was a black woman um, named Keisha or Latoya. One was a black man named Rashid or Jamal. Then there was one for a white lady named <laughs> Emily or Allison, and one for a white guy named Br- Brad or Greg. Then they added a rainbow filter on some of the profiles to denote that the potential pass you know passenger was. LGBTQ yeah, um, identified. Right. right. What was incredible is that their tests showed that signaling support for the LGBTQ community with the rainbow sticker mm-hmm. resulted in the passenger nearly doubling their chance of their ride being canceled. Right. Interesting. Across all races. Right. And right. of course, black riders were less likely to get canceled on. Um, more likely to get canceled. Sorry. On, but yeah. More likely to yeah to get canceled on during peak hours. How does that work? Like, do you get to? choose who you pick up or does the computer just I don't know how I think, I think the computer says this is your next person but I think you can you can cancel you on can it cancel or something yeah it, I think it, yeah I think it because I've definitely had things get canceled on me every once in a while yeah despite a great but clearly picture. they can see it with, with what you say despite a great picture <laughs> yeah but I mean that is pretty remarkable you know by name and f- by by name and face I see, so th- what was interesting to me was that I don't I, I guess I didn't I couldn't connect the stereotype of gay people that would make them bad riders in a car. Well I Me can too. I mean, yeah, I agree. But I'm not saying anyone deserves any stereotype but like no. sure. I just was I, I'm thinking in Los Angeles here, for example, if I was an Uber driver and I got a pickup in <clears throat> at one AM from West Hollywood, let's say. Mm-hmm. And I know I know Los Angeles well enough. I'm gonna know that that is a likely gonna be a queer person because it's West Hollywood yep. at 1 a.m. leaving a bar. Yeah, and there are oh, probably some prejudices that people have about gay people drinking, you know, going crazy, doing the things that they do, leaving the bar at 1 a.m. And I can see someone having a bias at that point and canceling yeah, a ride. But uh, no, I hear you, and that's yeah. clearly what happens. I'm curious, what is the bias? Is it yeah, that's that what they're I afraid that they're going to come on to them? No, I don't think, no. think? I don't think that. That they're I, rowdy or that something? That they're rowdy, rowdy and annoying and loud, but maybe that they're going to come on to them. I'm sure that's probably someone's reaction. But yeah. I think in the most part, it's like it's the same thing with the argument that, or the I guess the ignorance that a lot of women get in that they're loud or they're pushy or that, you know, right. like these people don't want to, because it's not their quote unquote type, I'm meaning mm. straight men, sure, right? sure, yeah. that they don't want to deal with the differences, I right. guess. I don't know. I mean, it's it's clearly a bias. I don't I've had moments. I've only had good moments in Ubers and stuff for the most part, but like I have experienced a weird relationship getting in an Uber in drag because I'm clearly different from my profile and I'm clearly coming out in a different mm-hmm. entity in general. <laughs> entity. And some people embrace it and really get into it and they like it and they want to talk and get to know and some do not want to talk. Uh-huh. And it becomes a very sort of like as if a, a nearly six foot, you know, beast in the a, back, a elephant with, in the room, with a wig that is up to his seat. head. Yeah, like you can't not acknowledge that there's something weird happening in the back seat of your car. By the right. Way, by the and, way, you're and, not six foot. Well, I am in heels. All right, I am in heels. All right, fair enough. Um, and and yeah, and it's and there it's an it can be an awkward moment. Have you ever felt that sentiment getting into an Uber or a Lyft? In a 
like as a gay guy with maybe yes. with other passengers. I just even? happened to me not yeah. with other passengers, but it just happened to me. I was we had a, a screening of the film in Columbia, South Carolina, which is a college town, but the airport is outside of town. And I had a man pick me up in an older car, like it looked like a '90s like kind of car, and and <laughs> it smelled of like CVS men's cologne and yeah. like tobacco and he was spitting tobacco out into a 7-Eleven oh, cup wow. on our ride mm. and I remember and I'm dressed I think just as I am now I obviously am very queer like I'm in the back seat he Black sees this yeah, yeah he sees this painted nails yeah. like he sees all of this and I'm not his he's not used to me I know that what I can tell that Columbia, Columbia South, South Carolina, Carolina. Oh, right. and there was no words expressed, nothing. And there wasn't even like a, I had luggage in the back and usually they help you out with the luggage. That wasn't happening. There was like, none of that was happening. None of the mm. pleasantries that I often get in Los Angeles, like opening the trunk, getting sure. out of the car and opening the trunk, that didn't happen. And I got it. I got it. I was not his type. <laughs> sure. You know what I mean? He wasn't going to French kiss you. He wasn't going to French kiss me, but he also wasn't going to want to know anything about me or say hello to me even. And right. and and I accepted it. Did you sat. feel nervous? Threatened or No, I didn't feel threatened. I did feel nervous get driving in the back seat because there were like no street lights and it was Yeah, you described this to me and it sounds terrifying. And it's because, you know, poor areas like it's sometimes you know, whatever. Well, Alan said that when they drove, as they left the airport, the streets got darker, got darker and darker. And, darker. Yeah. darker. And, it, yeah. and here I am sitting in this car with someone who won't communicate with yeah, me. Yeah, that's scary. And it's, it's yeah, it, it, mm. it was a little, yeah, that is I wasn't jolting. scared, but it wasn't It's not comfortable. Comforting it's not pleasant. At all. Yeah. No. And I knew part of it was because I looked like, to him, probably a faggot. Yeah, yeah. I've had those moments where I well, get- Well, just so you know, Alan, to me- you look like a faggot. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. I've definitely had those moments getting in like an but Uber. I still love you. Getting no. in an Uber or Lyft where I could imagine, I just could imagine like, I don't know, it's the same thing as even here in LA or New York, but even, you know, in a smaller place or somewhere else, like I can imagine, I can feel that moment when it's like, oh, suddenly even if I don't feel this, I don't feel endangered, but yeah. I can feel different. I can feel yes. that change. Mm-hmm. And so I understand, you know, I understand in, I, I, I'm saddened by the study because the idea that they would cancel based on yeah. a rainbow sticker or whatever is lame. It does make lame. me think about like, how do trans women or men or in trans people in general take Ubers without, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, how do you, if you get in a car and you meet, you feel quote unquote, Weird, and I don't mean you're weird. I mean right, the, you're right. made to you're feel made to feel weird. Weird, and right. that trigger in you, that safety yes. mechanism in you, uh, is on alert. It's very yeah. real, yeah. and I and you know, of course, I'm not. And someone is controlling where you're going. Yeah, as well. they have control over everything about you, and mm-hmm. there and there does like even in that car ride in Colombia, like there was a moment where I was like, I don't know, and I, I remember even this. I pulled out my phone because I wasn't on my phone because I didn't. I just wanted to be alert, and I like I. I pulled out my phone because I had a moment where I was like, oh, am I going the right direction? Like, I wanted to know yeah, wow. that that line was being followed. Yeah. And it, it, I wouldn't have checked. I didn't even I'd remember that until now. If I, if we weren't. Too upset what do you if mean? you weren't? I, if, if I found out that we weren't going in the right direction, I would become too disturbed. And I'm like, I would rather just not know before he chooses to murder Oh, yeah. I wanted, <laughs> I wanted to know. And then, of course, I got on the phone with Michael and was like texting him nonstop. Just yeah. To, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just to yeah, have activity happening. Um, that's it. I I guess the the only other thing I'll say is like every Uber driver I've ever chatted with, and I chat with most of them, willingly or not. Um, <laughs> I I find that they're normally eager for work because that's you know they they do long shifts and they want to make money. Of yeah. course, that's why you do it. Yeah. So it's so surprising to me that. With such high regularity, or I, well, we don't know with regularity, but we know that the likelihood is twice as high that people are being canceled on three times for black men and women, right? Instead of white um, people. But although yeah. that goes down during rush hour, except during rush hour, yeah, um, because of the incentive, like you're talking about, because of the incentive. So, so racism is okay, but not okay during insane. rush hour. So I don't, yeah. I just, insane. I can't wrap my head around why. The rainbow sticker? Why the rainbow sticker is yeah. so potent. And then I guess in conjunction with that, 
is I also have never heard a stereotype that gay people are bad passengers. Right. Right. So that's uh, that's just why I'm kind of it's a baffling. By it. stu- I thought it was a pretty baffling study. Yeah. yeah. Not even joking. We're here with Paige Weldon and Emily Fay. Shut up. Of the uh, wonderful podcast Mall Talk. So much fun. Thank you for being here. Thanks for having us. Your podcast is so fun. I think we've all done it, right? Mm -hmm. And it's so great apps. Fun. The three of them. Thank you. (laughs) That's our nickname, Great Apps. (laughs) And you guys have a capacity to talk every week for like an hour and a half about malls. (laughs) Yeah. 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 It's true. Brent and I both love malls. We bond bond frequently over malls. I go to the mall. Yeah. Probably yeah, you had a lot to talk to th- about. I did. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. I go to the mall party once every three weeks. Oh, yeah. and I, we one up you there. Or sometimes twice a week. Twice a week. Yeah, we love a mall. We we go. I mean, where are you? Well, like, what are you? Looking oh my at? god, what don't we look at? All, the, how <laughs> many times can my boyfriend go to Zara? Yeah, it's just <laughs> insane to me how many times we can go to Zara. I we go to Glendale Galleria. We go to Beverly Center. We go to the Grove. We go to the Americana. We go to all of it. What no? What? Where do you guys? When you guys go to a mall, what you guys staples? go to malls all over yeah. the country. Where do you like? What do you start? Where do you start? Mm-hmm. Like, what stores do you start yeah. with? Yeah, yeah. Do you, do you um, check out the food court. I'll always go in like the Madewell. Yeah, the Anthropology. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know. I always just. I do feel like maybe I'm not explicitly stating this to myself, but I am always first searching for the anthropology. Yeah. <laughs> really? <laughs> anthropology does feel, I love going to anthropology and smelling their candles, mm-hmm. but it does feel very much like the ultimate like Hallmark Channel white lady store. It's very for Caucasian. Sure. It's Caucasian. Yeah. I don't even know. I've seen it, but I think I don't think I've ever stepped foot. Yeah. Nothing is fitted. I mean, Madewell Everything. too. Right. Yeah. Oh, do they have men's clothes now? Yes. I, I don't think that. in store though. I've yeah. stepped foot in a Madewell, and I liked the feminine aesthetic. So I thought if they had men's clothing, I would look at. Also, it. the men's it's men's shirts that are extremely similar to the women's sure, shirts. Like yeah, on yeah, Instagram, they even show them on women models. Oh really? Because <laughs> oh, wow. it's like so many of. Their shirts are just boxy, but yeah. short sleeve button downs. Right. For women, the men's are also boxy, short sleeve right. button downs. <laughs> Wait, yeah. my question then you tie is: yeah. I mean, because I'm a big mall snacker. I have to have some that's sort his, of. That's your rap name. Yeah. Big mall uh-huh. snacker. Big mall snacker. <laughs> I have to have some snack at the mall. And do you guys, what's your go to snack? Mm, I'm going to say Wetzel's Pretzels. Yeah. Same. Classic. Classic. That smell. Or like if there's a good candy store, I'll get some chocolate to walk mm, around like with. Like a C's candy C's. moment. C's, C's but free. like at the uh, Galleria, there's like Lolly and Pops. Yes. Because I, I like that it's yeah. the bins. I won't go in Lolly and Pops because they fucked me over once. <gasps> what I, they was told, do? I was told. I was told. It's like a candy store. I love yeah, Lolly it's a candy, and Pops. candy store. It's actually across the country, I think. It's yeah. like it they told me if I signed up for their and Michael I can't. <laughs> they, told me, the rewards they told me if I signed yeah. up for their rewards yeah. program, the next time I would get like this bag of gummy bears you or do. something. And I didn't get it. You because have to ask for I, it. I did. I, I got si- the bag of gummy let bears. Let me tell you, I signed up for it. They couldn't find my name in the system. And I'm like, mm. did you, do you want me to decoy email address? What? No, I gave them my email address, oh. my main one. That's how much I wanted to be a part of this loyalty program. And yeah. I wow. And she wouldn't give me the bag of gummy bears on principle. (laughs) On principle, I was like, why would I lie about this? I I feel like the Lolly and Pops employees take it very seriously. Very seriously. They do, yeah. Way too seriously. They give out those free samples. They're always giving out free gummy bears. And they'll give you... A just one gummy bear. Yeah, mm. it's like guys, feel free to be a little <laughs> bit more liberal. If you with want a your good gummy sample, bears. Go, go to Lint Chocolate. They always give you at yeah. least one truffle. That's true. So, and I work there. Yeah. You can dive me as well. Yeah. Nope, Lint. Lint. L-I-N-D-T. They have their own stores. Absolutely. Yeah, they do. Yeah. I worked at one. It's on the Whoa. upper floor of the Glendale Gallery in that sure. weird section going towards um, Bloomingdale. Bloomingdale's. Thank Speaking you. Speaking of which, that was yeah. my only mall job. I did work at a Lint. In mm-hmm. high school. Yeah, um, makes that makes perfect mm-hmm. sense. Yeah, it made perfect sense. <laughs> I always wanted to work at the bookstore in the mall. Oh, that would be mm-hmm. fun. Bookstore, yeah. I feel like as a teen, you always want to work at the bookstore. Yeah. 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 Did you I'm, guys ever work in malls? Not ever. I did work in a chocolate store, though. You did? But it was like a fancy, like, boutique chocolate store in West Hollywood. Oh, oh excuse right. me. I remember you talking yeah, yeah, about yeah. that. Hey, <laughs> so did you here's work in another it? thing. I never have. Here's yeah. another thing about malls. I have a weird affinity for... 
post-industrial dilapidated malls. Oh, yeah. I oh, really yeah. enjoy... So, in LA... <laughs> we should isolate in, that. In we Arbor. should just isolate Brent saying, I have a weird affinity for dilapidated post-industrial <laughs> malls. Yeah. But th- th- it's interesting because we're, we're, we're fortunate... We're fortunate. We live in the land of malls, <laughs> yeah. and LA is a very large. There's a lot of commerce. A lot of yeah. commerce. A lot of shit. A lot of wealth. Whatever. Ann Arbor has a good, vibrant mall, but I'll go. You know, you do shows, whatever, or you're mm-hmm. traveling around the country for whatever reason, and you go to the mall, and you're like, oh, some malls are one third empty. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or they have, they have like, like. No anthropology and just like a sporting goods store. Yeah, uh, yeah. Dicks. And, and like oh, like the last <laughs> yeah. remaining wet seal is there or something. <laughs> so like, do if you, there do really you, was one, we'd have to make a pilgrimage. <laughs> There's something yeah. interesting about that because it represents. This is going to sound maybe a little esoteric, but it represents a part of Americana that is That's, kind of shifting and changing. Yeah, it's and I think it's actually really interesting. Have you guys ever seen a mall that you're like, whoa, this is not like what I'm used to? Um, I Most recently, I went to, I think it's called the Esplanade Mall. It's like mm, just outside yeah, of yeah. New Orleans. Yeah. Yeah. Oof. Uh, yeah, it's yeah, a yeah. lot of like um, stores that say that something's coming soon, but it. But is it, it but, like, there's no, 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 I don't no further details. Yeah. <laughs> um, and a lot of like stores that are closed midday, they have the gate down. Yes. Yeah. yeah. That's a phenomenon. I, I'm I, going I to one in uh, next this weekend, this upcoming weekend in St. Louis, because there's Ooh, a mall yeah. there that was like the mall in St. Louis, Crestwood Mall. It was like where we would go as kids. We got dropped off there, playing the arcade, et cetera. Yeah. I would go to the bookstore. But, um, <laughs> and then this other mall opened, West County Mall, and it closed business uh. in uh, in Crestwood. And now it's just this empty space of people having like day shops there where they come in and they set up yeah. like potpourri stands and yeah. stuff. It's like yeah. the strange, but like with in massive areas, like where Sears used to be, a massive department store. <laughs> It's I, really fascinating. I, I mentor uh, a kid who's eight years old because I'm an angel. <laughs> but anyway, he was begging me to go to Chuck E. Cheese, oh, at which the I Eagle really Rock. didn't yeah. want to go Rock. to. Yeah. Yeah. And I brought him to the one in Eagle Rock. and that It's a sad mall. is the saddest. Oh, I've never been there. Oh, it's so Hard depressing. to find bathroom, too, but a great Target. Yeah, yeah I've never ventured really past nice. the target. Yeah. It's very they depressing. They just redid it. Yeah. My question, I mean, I have many questions. Because I could re- I, I, I'm not even that interested in malls, but like, I love doing the podcast, yeah. and I love hearing my Their friends talk about it. Their podcast is so funny. It. It's so fun. And also, just to add to Alan's question before, my mall snack was TCBY. Yes. Oh, oh, my God, God TCBY. I miss TCBY. Also, Orange Julius. That's a big mall snack. I've never had Orange Julius. I don't think that was on the East Coast. I only knew a TCBY in a mall. There was an independent one near my elementary school. Yeah, it was just go there mall. after school. All the yeah, time. Long Island had, and I was that was it. But um, my question is, what are the st- I, my favorite thing about malls mm-hmm. is the weird stores that somehow exist that I swear to you, <laughs> nobody goes into them, nobody knows what they are, and the yeah. one that I always see is called. Cotton on? Yes. Yeah. What the fuck is cotton on? I mean, um, that like fast it fashion. opened when I was a teenager on what the on the Third Street Promenade, and it was exciting in Santa Monica. It was? Yes. Yeah. It's it's just an Australian fast fashion company. Oh, Wait, what does fast fashion mean? Like H and M. It's that like really cheap oh, but yeah. quickly produced. So oh. it's like extremely trendy. Has oh. no lasting. It's it like disappears after three washes. <laughs> right, it's got like it, got it, got it. a trend that's gonna go away in a week. They can produce it really quick. It's usually very unethically produced right, by nature right, of it, right. and a lot Sons of pollution. Of bitches. <laughs> wow, but um, yeah, no, that's I what cotton on is. And when it first opened, we were like, "Oh my god, it's so cheap and so cool." <laughs> yeah, and I go, and I'm yeah. like, "God, it is so fucking." But even at this point, made. I'm like, "Do people go? Do people enter Express? Do people enter Abercrombie? <laughs> do they go in Oh Express? yeah, I think they enter Abercrombie. Well, really? Yeah, yeah. cotton on people are in. <laughs> what you I've been on? in there. Cotton on. Um, 
I I actually I bought a jacket there once that I liked, and I can feel it falling apart every day. <laughs> um, so I have not purchased anything else. You're just gonna look down at a sleeve as like on the ground behind like, you. Well, I, you know what? Go. It's one of those things where looking back, I'm like, oh yeah, I remember now that there were two in my size, and I picked this one because the buttons hadn't fallen off. Oh, wow. So I should have known. Should have known. I should have known. And then the well, Abercrombie just redid their whole vibe. Yeah. Did they? they? Yeah. 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 yeah, so they're trying like, to rebrand as not for assholes, yeah. but they're oh, still for assholes. That's not gonna happen. Yeah, it's not really worked. In I my also opinion. here's another thing I love about malls. When you walk through a mall and a store is wafting cologne, <laughs> you like that? I love yeah. oh, that's just the Bath and Body Works. Or no, Bath and Body Works, uh, Hollister, Abercrombie, oh, they all you. do it. There is nothing and like I walking by it. a Bath and Body Works and just being like, I smell Christmas. Should I go in? <laughs> yeah. yeah. You know? Do you, guys like, do you like those smells? I mean, no, but like I was killing time before this at like Marshall's and I've been thinking, I was like, I should get a perfume. <laughs> and they have a lot of reviews, but you can't smell any of them. So I have to go on a mission to smell and then yeah. come back. But yeah. like they have like Hollister and Abercrombie ones, oh, and I'm like, gross. I mean, it would be funny. It would be funny <laughs> if my signature scent was Hollister. Oh my god! Someday our grandkids are like, <laughs> smells like my grandma. What is yeah. it? like that? Wouldn't not be a Hollister. good bit. What was the Abercrombie cologne that ever that all the guys had oh, back in the day? Cool water? It yeah. No, no, it wasn't cool water, but it was something that literally it seemed like everybody had. I, st- I still I'll walk into a gay bar and I'll walk past someone I'll be like that guy smells like Hollister yeah <laughs> well no scent, good scent it's did you guys know about there's did you I don't know how you would know this but there is a in distinct faction of gay men I think I would say now they're in their like 50s who were around when Abercrombie and Hollister became the thing mm-hmm. and it's this I mean I, tell me if I if you haven't experienced this but I feel like there's the only people who I see where Abercrombie and Hollister now are like middle-aged gay men. Wow. And it's, it's oh, aged up into this. Yeah, interesting. I didn't know that. I, I've noticed that in, in outside of L.A. and outside yeah. of New York. But huh. yeah. I, used to, I used to read uh, a blog of a, a super hot like club kid who lived in the suburbs <laughs> of Detroit. And what? he had... He was just like he just wrote like bad poetry, but he was really hot. This is like the what what's live journal days, yeah. and he had two. He had a bunch of like friends all his age, and then two friends that were. So, I mean, these guys were twenty eighteen to twenty two, and he had two friends in that group that were fifty five plus. Wow, and they wore. Uh, very form-fitting Abercrombie sure. shirts yes. and like hookah shell ne- necklaces. Do you guys remember the the CEO of Abercrombie? Yeah, no. yeah. I just cool. I remember that he's like fucking off. Yeah, he's a cool. He was yeah, he was wild and like the Abercrombie estate or whatever or the in Ohio I think it was was this big crazy like um corporate corporate uh uh um like. Yeah. Enclave yeah. with a Google or a Facebook, and everyone had to like appease this dude. He was yeah. like the Mark He's Zuckerberg. Like a crazy. Oh, he was older. He had a lot of plastic surgery yeah. and only wore sandals and stuff. And there was an article <laughs> yeah. about him that was so fascinating because he was so dark. I have a question for you guys: childhood mall moments. Right. So mall romances. My first and last date with a with a woman was at a mall. <laughs> um, it was at Father of the Bride Part 2. <laughs> I went to go see that movie. I was eating Junior Mints during the movie. Ooh, sounds and pretty good. It fell between my legs and then when I stood up they melted and made me look like I shit my pants. <laughs> um, but that was the first and last date at a mall, at the movie Mall. And then we went to the Panera Bread in St. Louis. It's called St. Louis Bread Company. And I broke a chair because I was really fat. Um, oh, wow. What so a like, date. It was a date. It was a date. You broke Wait, a chair because you're yep. so fast. When you, when you were kids, did you have experiences yeah. like that or other mall dating? Because I mean, yeah. the, mall dating for kids, at least our generation, yeah. Yeah. was big. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. I mean, I went on um, my first date with my high school boyfriend. Was at the mall movie theater. Cute. I believe we saw. Blades of Glory? Oh. <laughs> I, wow. I remember arriving and he'd already bought the tickets and I was like, wow. it's a date. <laughs> now I know it's a date. It must have been love. <laughs> yeah. But then, I mean, I also just always hung out with my friends at the mall yeah. and yeah. then it would become group thing where also a boyfriend or whatever would come. Yeah. Kids do still go to the mall, right? Oh, for sure. Yeah. There, yeah. I, I mean, I was not lucky in love in all of my teen years. So, um, 
Lucky is a strong no word one for my wanted me. But... Um, no, I had like one date. I had a boyfriend for three weeks, yeah. freshman Welcome year. Welcome to my world. Yeah, <laughs> for like three weeks, we saw Sherlock Holmes oh, wow. and made out the whole movie, <laughs> and then <laughs> broke up like a week later. And then I didn't make oh. out with anyone until I lost my virginity at eighteen. <laughs> <laughs> Did you lose it in a mall? I wish. Long Island is almost. Wow. No. What? <laughs> you guys know Westside Comedy Theater? Yes. Yeah. Off of the promenade? In That's Santa technically Monica. in the mall, right? In a mall. Sure. Yeah. Played a huge part in, in uh, the me losing my virginity story. Oh, wow. So, oh. in a way. Oh, in wow. a way. Yeah. Sure. I have done some circle. horrible shows at that theater. Yeah. It's horrible. Yeah. Theater. Horrible Rough. shows. I did not have yeah. any mall romances, but that's because on Long Island I was closeted. And But in thinking about that question, I remembered that there was a girl who had, who everybody where I grew up is very trashy and there was this one girl who would get um, uh, anal <laughs> she would like literally just like let guys do anal on her at the mall <laughs> what? Wait, at, it, the mall? at the mall, where? Where? The mall? somewhere oh and it happened like at the gap I don't know but it happened at the mall and apparently it got she did it so often that she had to wear a diaper. Oh, Elliot, <laughs> Elliot. Is that confirmed or just yeah. a rumor? That's a urban it's legend. Is okay. she okay? Prolapsed anus. Where is she Dottie. now? She has like four kids. She's like, oh, right. she's like doing anal, I guess. I'm, I'm like, she had to. She couldn't do anything else. <laughs> well, then, but by the yeah. way, if if she had anal, like a bunch in the mall and had to wear diapers, why isn't Elliot wearing diapers? Yes, yeah. that's the question, right? True. I mean, good lord. That guy, that Elliot had two sets of diapers on. Uh, he's I... laughing. You just can't hear it. What is like the dream mall? Like, what's the best mall? Is it? Mm. Everyone knows twelve sharper images. Yeah, any, everyone who's been to a Mall of America usually thinks it's disappointing because it's just a big it's mall so with big. three different Abercrombies instead of one. Oh, I went to this one in Seattle that was gorgeous. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it was beautiful. Oh my god! It would what be was like it God. I can't remember. I wish I could remember what it's yeah. called, but it was near the college. Okay. Mm. Um, and it was this like was be- it like University Center? So or maybe. Yeah. But I don't I remember. Like university was in the name. But it's like it was so beautiful. It was like outdoors, lots of water features, lots of Love little sculptures. Mm, yeah. It would be like that, but like with more greenery in the yeah. middle. Like a botanical gardens in the oh middle. My God. Oh yeah. What time of year did you go? Um, February, and it was wow. still nice. Wow. Yeah. What is the mall on the west side here? It's off Santa Monica. Century City. It's Century City that Mall. That one also yeah. by gorgeous. Far my favorite mall in, yeah. in LA. Beautiful mall. It's, it's out of the way. Oh, I never sense. can get to it, How but dare you. They, going there is such an experience. It is. They've Italy. Although, when I go with Michael, he's like, this is just new money. <laughs> like you can just tell it's new money. It's new, yeah, new money. <laughs> it is new money. That's for sure. What about, you? What about yeah. you, Paige? What's like your I'm What's like your think... Shangri La of malls? Well, I, I feel similar. I feel like that about Mall of America. I, I've been twice, and I feel like the first time I went, I was like, "Whoa, three Claire's!" <laughs> <laughs> and I also it, they have my favorite store, the Alpaca Connection. Mm. Um, oh I lo- love Alpaca Connection. What um, is the alpaca? What is that? They sell a lot of like blankets and and like sweaters made of alpaca. Wow! But then they also have. Just littered throughout the store, little figurines of alpacas. Oh my god! And you just oh. turn a corner, and there's one looking at you. Oh and god. I really love going in there. Um, That's cute. But I feel like when I went again more recently, I I feel like it was almost like the experience of when you go somewhere that you went as a kid, and you're like, it's smaller than I remember. Right. Yeah. Like it was weird. But then I I the mall I visited recently that I really liked is um in La Jolla. The Westfield University Town Center. It's near oh. UCSD. Mm-hmm. It's outdoor. It sort mm. of has the vibe of the Westfield Century City, but it's one like wa- like sprawling nice. area. Yes. And it had here in Southern California, if you can believe it, an ice rink. Oh wow! <laughs> wow. Amazing. And, That's impressive. And, it, and it, the food court looks <laughs> down Disney on shit. the ice rink. That's lovely. Uh, so another question I was going to ask was. What are you guys looking for in a food court? And here's something I've noticed. I will say, sometimes I feel food courts skew a little too Chinese food. (gasps) You are so (laughs) racist. And and I'm not saying I don't love Chinese food, and I certainly love Chinese people. Mm, But I just find... (laughs) I just find... 
<laughs> Mall food courts. Like There's a lot of options. What other Chinese restaurants Panda are there than Panda Express. Express? Panda Express. I just feel I feel like I've been to like a Boston mall that has like mm. two or three different Chinese oh. options, and I'm like, we get it. I, I think that. there's a lot and of I Asian food. I never think food. it's that good. I think there's usually like yeah. two Japanese places, definitely oh, like see? two Mongolian yeah. barbecue. Right. But it's also Panda Express. It is surprisingly easy because it's usually buffet style there's the meat section the rice section the noodle set like it's all pretty laid out for you I don't like fast food in a mall but I love a Chipotle in a mall oh I love Mm. Glendale Galleria Chipotle that is some but we often when we go to Glendale Galleria we go to the Chipotle on brand we leave the mall go to a single standalone Chipotle (laughs) then come back to the mall but what do you guys look for in, Mm. in in a food court um well I always want there to be a Sabaro yes. just to be respectful <laughs> of yeah. a just food to be respect- court. You don't respect. want it, but I you want it there. I don't, want it, I don't even necessarily want anything from there. It's but a security blanket. I want to know that if I decided to get baked ziti, I could. <laughs> um, yeah. I also like when there's like a Mongolian barbecue place. Yeah. Yeah. Even I though like I've the... never once had a good meal at a Mongolian <laughs> barbecue place. It is Not almost lukewarm. It's yeah. Somehow, warm. yeah. And then when you choose your own toppings, you're like, "This is awesome!" And I'm paying twenty percent more than normal. <laughs> yeah. And then they make it, and you're like, "I'm bad at choosing these things." That's why yeah. there are people that normally make menus for me. And so it's just always such a waste. What about you? What is your favorite? Yeah. Um, I love when there's an Indian place. Oh, that's always that's such so a rare. That's so rare. That's so rare. It's rare, but rare. when it happens, Ooh, like you're the like one at the um, at Fig the, at Seven. Yes, because it's that really like, takes yes. up the room, the aroma. So that's I a rare. I love when there's an Indian place. I yeah. love a sandwich place, mm-hmm. a chicken place. Yeah, yeah. Um, Hot I dog like on a stick. I yes, I like it being there. I yeah. like Sabar. I've been talking a lot recently about how I have a huge problem <laughs> <laughs> with their price to portion size on the baked ziti. That's what's really grinding my gears lately. Um, so like, we're pasta freaks. We, know, when yeah. we right. go to Sabaro, we, we get, get the ziti. I would love an Italian option that has a better portion size. Yeah, I mean, if you're gonna get Italian food, there should be a lot of it. Right? Yeah. It's yeah. like yeah. if I am paying seven dollars for a tiny cup of yeah. baked ziti that doesn't fill me. Up, I might as well go to Jones on Third, yes. the most expensive place sure. in Los Angeles. Yes. What yeah. about Deluca's? What's the what's your opinion on the the mm. portion? I mean, I think the half sandwich soup thing is a good deal. It's a good I deal. I really do. Oh. Yeah. Wait, at d- the Americana, Deluca? it's in the Americana. Yeah. Dean and Deluca? No, oh. just, just Deluca's Deluca. Deli. Deli. I don't yeah. know which came first. Probably Dean and Deluca's, and <laughs> this place yeah, is trying yeah. to trick just people. Deluca's, right? It's but it is from good. Seas. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I've been there and I love it. I, I love it. I love it. Oh my god, I wish that was in more malls. That's what I wish. I yeah. did. I, I did that. have a moment recently uh, with my mom where I had never really paid close attention to department store hierarchy. Mm. I knew that there was a Hudson's. I knew that there was a Macy's. I knew Macy's was a little more disheveled <laughs> than a Nordstrom's. I get it. Yeah. But I never really thought through uh, oh, what's yeah. more expensive. All these things. And I had gotten something at a Bloomingdale's, mm. and Mr. I was money bags over uh, here. Yeah, right. And I was yeah. gonna return to something, and I was home in Michigan. I was like, "Oh, I uh, let's go, let's go to the Bloomingdale's here." And my mom said, "Honey, Bloomingdale's is for L.A. Michigan doesn't have a Bloomingdale's." <laughs> wow. And I remember feeling, and maybe I looked it up. Maybe there is one, but I remember feeling really kind of special. Wow. That L.A. has like Bloomingdale's two is Bloomingdale's. Up there. Bloomies <laughs> is a is a is a Bloomingdale's is old standby for it's New York. So ridiculous! Yeah. No, it's not. It's really expensive. Everything. No, Barney's is, for... is really expensive. Oh, Barney's, yeah. but Bloomingdale's here is also pretty expensive. Barney's. Barney's closed. Yeah. Top Man yeah. closed. Mm-hmm. Well, Top yeah. Man got re- top. Shop, you mean got rebranded right. as Nordstrom Top Shop? Yeah, yeah. furious oh, about this. Yeah. Do you know that the only top top shop left in the United or North America is the one at the Grove? That's oh. the only one. Yeah, because it was bought by Nordstrom. Right. Oh yeah, I was yeah. so mad about that because Me they had too. this big closing to do. Awful. And then a week later, I <laughs> get there the and they're same. existing, they're alive, and I'm like, I how? Ah. Do you guys have so a mad. store? Do you have a store? When you walk in the mall, yeah. you see it and you go, "All right." I've arrived. Mm. Like this is this is a good mall. For me, it's Shinola. Oh. What? Shinola is yeah. that? Oh, right they stopped making aesthetic. those notebooks. They, what? what? Just the, the they skinny ones, making them. like the small ones. Yeah, they still have the big one, like you had. What is the store? Oh. I don't know. This, this is a, store. It's a, it's a Detroit-based store. store that makes like kind of 
men's aesthetic stuff, watches, wallets, oh. leather, lots of leather, lots yeah. of leather, motorcycles for yeah. some reason. <laughs> yeah. uh, like, like, but like when you guys go to a mall and you, like, is there like a boutique store that you're mm. like, that's that's a high end store okay. or mall? I don't even really shop there, but Aesop. Oh, oh sure. if there's an Aesop there, you know you're in like a good you know, spot. Yeah, that's a Century City. <laughs> yeah, Alan. yeah. I feel yeah. like when I see those stores, I don't. I I feel like I have a blindness to them. Yeah, <laughs> like yeah. I they don't register to me. Like when I go to the Westfield Century City, I almost feel like I'm not walking by any stores for a while. Like yeah, I can't yeah. Sense they kind of blend together. They do. Yeah. I have yeah. a couple stores that I'm wondering if you can explain to me what goes on there. <laughs> Please. And other stories. Yes. Yeah, so what they're is that? from New York. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah. And then they just opened a couple here. What they're is it? actually owned by H and M. Oh. But they're higher end by like a lot. Are they like what kind of what is it? Trendy, but not as like trendy as H and M. Okay. Like a little more for like a woman that you could wear these things to work. <laughs> oh, a thicker okay. material, I feel like, is involved. Yeah, I think most. it's slightly oh. better quality. It it is better quality, even mm. though it's owned by H and M. But it's like shop. A, for a slightly older but fashionable woman. Mm. You know, it's Black- like next to the Apple Store. Yeah, you've and seen it. You've seen yeah, it. I'm sure Black I know. House White Market. That one I don't understand. That, that one's been that? around for fucking ever. I remember <laughs> when I was a kid, I thought it was really fancy. Yeah, because my mom would like want to look in there and stuff. Right. And now I go past it as an adult. I'm like, this sh- stuff looks like shit. Yeah. <laughs> like it's shitty and tacky. <laughs> what about Brandy Melville? What is that? It's oh, for teens. It's either. for yeah. hot scary oh, teens. It's at hot, the scary Americana teens? now, right? Yeah. yeah. So it's one size only. What? What? They don't have sizes, and that one size only. It's one size fits all, but it's only for very, very thin teens. Like I go in, I oh try shit God. on because I have just like boobs and hips. <laughs> I cannot. Wow. And everyone who works there is the scariest sixteen-year-old you've ever. Oh yeah. wow! Like you're embarrassed to try stuff on like, because you're like, I'm not hot like, and cool. <laughs> oh my God, no! That's like weird. Someone who won't take his shirt off with his dick out all of a sudden. My dick out before I take my shirt. Now who's going to the Gap? Uh, Do you guys know anybody who's been talking about that? By the way, the Gap is a disaster. Mm-hmm. The Gap has become yeah. Everything's a disaster. On sale Do you know all the anyone time. who goes to the Gap? I don't think so. My mom goes sometimes. Actually, these jeans, these jeans are from the Gap. I feel like no. someone recently was telling us. Maybe CJ Toledano was on our podcast. He bought his jeans, jeans from Gap. Uh, my, my, uh, two more, sorry. Oh, sure. Uh, um, Era who goes there? So that's what is that? that one I don't know. I know Aeropostel. I sort of a Hollister type store. Oh, I, I know think. that store. Do you yeah. think teens are still shopping there? I don't no. know because it's not cool to have the shirt with, with the name on no. it right, or the name. Right. Yeah. yeah. I really. I don't like spending sixty dollars on on an advertisement for a company. An Aeropostel right. is like not expensive. Yeah, <laughs> when I uh, <laughs> we both separately went to the Carly Rae Jepsen concert a few months ago. Mm. Separately, independently. Yeah, like with and- different groups. Well, Emily was a VIP. <laughs> oh. I went with a friend who, you know, but it was very uh, important. Then I was like, I need a fun outfit. So I went and I was like, I don't have any fun outfits. So in a desperate move, I went to all these teen stores. Yeah. I went to PacSun. I went to Aeropostale. Wow. You went to PacSun. I went to yeah. PacSun and then I it was just Nothing. like I ended up in these stores I hadn't been in in a decade. I was going to say, yeah. yeah. Chili's. Just go to Hot Topic. And I was like, yikes. Yeah. <laughs> Does anybody pack sun? Yeah. I it's mean, they the had Pac cute Sun clothes. They weren't, knew. you know. And then I ended up buying something actually very on sale at oh. Bloomingdale's. Yes. Oh. That Aqua line. Okay. Nice. But, um, which is like oh. the cheap line. Yeah, yeah, sure. But yeah, it was. I was like, I need a fun outfit. Where do I go? Yeah. Hollister. My question is, is there... I used to be I was a very scared child so I was very scared of the store Spencer's Gifts very scared oh, I love scared Spencer's scared of people who shop there scared section. of the sex section the penis pasta everything I would go in there and like literally get like nauseous and was like only bad kids shop here I would have hated you as a kid you as a kid who but, but with that being I said I can't believe you as a who kid who goes to who goes to Spencer's? Michael gift? and I were just in there, and in fact, I texted. What's there? You. We have a Golden Girls group chat, you know, and it's like me, Elliot, my old host Carrie, and then Alaska. Oh, not and me. We not. You don't care about don't the Golden care. Girls. <laughs> Literally, on the first episode of Golden Girls, Brent was like, "You know, Dorothy was older than Sophia." We're like, uh, "We know." Yeah. Um, old news. But they have a whole at Spencer's a whole like wall of Golden Girls merchandise. But I'm dying to know who like. 
I don't know what the job is, but like the product manager who's yeah. like this. We're this will yeah. do. We'll do penis pasta, but no like <laughs> vagina, wrote, you know, tortelli or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> right. But yes, Golden Girls, but no to like. Blossom or something. Yeah. I, I want to know, know like, every story. Oh my god, do you think Blossom is going to make like no. an ironic comeback? No. Blossom no. held me as a baby in a synagogue bathroom. I believe it. Oh, <laughs> that she is loves important babies. part of my origin story. <laughs> Mayim loves babies. Yeah, yeah, she does. I, I do. I do. She breastfeeds them until twelve. We didn't even talk <laughs> yeah. about Urban Outfitters. There's so much to talk about, but between like Spencers and Urban Outfitters, it's like I want to know the people who decide. Yes. Even yeah. like H and M, who decide what like goes what goes where is and ironic why. now and what right. fits and like yeah. you know the buyers like because nobody's <laughs> there's no like ironic like Jason Mraz t-shirts but there Ooh, are but there should be <laughs> oh there should be see yeah. I would love stuff that's just like the well, band Train yeah I would love an ironic Train well, see, t-shirt for me like when I go into a place like Pottery Barn. And you walk through a potty, pottery barn. Pottery barn. Uh, everything is like nothing at Pottery Barn is done exclusively because of that store manager. No. Every mm. bowl of fruit with the fake fruit in it, and yeah. the, and the aesthetic bowl is designed at the corporate headquarters, and they say this bowl goes on this table behind this couch, which mm-hmm. is two thirds of the way, or you know. 82 inches from the left wall or whatever yeah. and you're just like how do you do that how yeah. do they, yeah. they just look at Reese Witherspoon's Instagram and do what she does <laughs> yeah, right. that's Pottery Bar guys oh, wait, wait, wait. Emily, thank you guys so much thank you where can people find you, so you besides Mall Talk the podcast um, well at Mall Talk Pod for the podcast and I'm just at Paige Weldon on the things um, I am at M-L-E like the letters because I couldn't get my own name um, <laughs> I am at M-L-E Faye on everything F-A-Y-E F-A-Y-E thanks, thanks guys. guys thank, thank you, you guys. so much and another thing so okay recently I had to go to the doctor and um, everything's fine but when I was there, they took my blood pressure as they always do. Yeah. And I realized that I my reaction to blood pressure is Brent similar to your reaction to blood tests, needles, the vasovagal um, response the of vasovagal wanting to response. pass out. And I and my blood pressure goes up and they're always it they're always like surprised. Yeah. And I realized no, this is a real thing. I realized that in taking the blood pressure you know, I don't like the things squeezing around my arm, but really, it's the feeling of my pulse that makes yeah. me my heart rate so go uncomfortable. up. What about it? I think it's it's so interesting. I, I think it's just it like too. a feeling of mortality. Yeah, and it and it becomes oh, quite honestly thing. about feeling your bo- feeling my body. Oh, there is nothing I hate more than being reminded how miraculous our hearts are. Yeah, because I, somewhere in my head, I'm like. It's just not possible. Yeah. It, it's, you mean it keeps pumping all it the does, time? You know, and, and, the, sorry, I, but and being just reminded the, of that the makes The question me. for the topic was basically yeah. what makes you squirm? It's right. interesting because I've dealt with you guys having your squeamish <laughs> sensibilities <laughs> Which for you are so long. so rude about. I am. Yeah. I am. Well, I am because I don't, I don't get it. It's I don't, not rude. I mean, I don't He's get it. very rude about it. I don't get it. It's like, I mean. angry. I, I don't get angry. <laughs> I don't get angry. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> You well, you're on the opposite end of things where you've been through a horrifying ordeal where, not oh, to put yeah. words in your mouth, but I think, you you know, cancer teaches you probably to be uh, aware of yourself in a way that you have to. Well, because you're, yeah, I mean, chemo in general teaches you that your body's a powerful yeah, instrument machine, that yeah. can bounce back from anything uh, right. on a blood pressure test. Right. Or a, you know, a... a drawing blood for a blood test or something yeah. like yeah. he's rolling I mean, his eyes right now. I, I, well, I am a little bit. <laughs> he's but, allowed, but it's, it's, but wait, 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 wait. wait. I, I have to say so. Like, but I get the desire because fundamentally, what it's all about is mortality. Yeah, is to you're afraid is. of dying, <clears throat> and you're afraid that your body is this very delicate instrument that could break and stop at any moment. Yes, and 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 that grappling with that, it's not so much that you're squeamish; it's that. That part of it. Yes, I think that's even I when I was even when it. I was a kid, I wouldn't fall asleep uh, with my hand under my chest because I didn't want to feel my heart stop because I was afraid I would feel it stop. See, I, I mean, but I, I I understand that. Like, I get it. For me, not just blood pressure, but whew, um, eye exams are very are there, other things for that me. make you squeamish. Eye exams. Eye exams make me want to die when <laughs> yeah. they show me the inside of my. Eye, 
Yeah. Any of the anything yeah. with veins. I had my eye and, taken yeah. out. What? I was cross-eyed when I was a kid, and they had to do a surgery, so they had to take out my eye. We should to... add a thud sound effect here, yeah. so that you can tell that I died. Yeah. yeah what? Right. Yeah, they I took had to, it out. They had they had to take it out <gasps> in order to fix it. Were you asleep? Yes. Oh wait, I I, <sighs> I do love your list because it's basically the exact same list as mine, Elliot. Yeah, go your for list. It. What is butt chugging? Uh, butt chugging <laughs> is when you and I, the same thing makes well, me lightheaded. Nerve It's endings. when you like douche. Beer or I guess liquor. You actually, it's dangerous. <laughs> you're not, you can. You're can not, get... not douching. <laughs> yes, you are. Right? No, you're not. You're yes. not tech- douching. Is like you're cleaning. <laughs> Butt chugging is like when teenagers would take a tampon, <sighs> soak oh, it in vodka. Oh, oh, oh I'm yeah. Light, and it makes me so uncomfortable. Mm, why? Because it's nerve it's endings. Just so, see, for me, it's the word. I am. I, I'm getting uncomfortable. <laughs> it's the word tissues. Whenever I hear the word, I'm not. Tissues, I'm completely with you. about it to the human body. It makes me lightheaded. Yeah, I'm. What I'm right it? there. I'm right I, there. I can't explain it. See, this is what this is what I mean when I say Alan gets angry. <laughs> I can try. Well, no, I, I, I just don't I'm understand teasing. it. I can but try. That's that's what what I'm saying is, it. It's an automatic response that I get. It's not that well, I'm I'm not having a conscious thought of X, Y, or Z. It's but see, my that's the weird part because for down. someone who has explanations and many words for everything, literally Correct, proper words, <laughs> you, <laughs> the one thing you don't have words for. You get angry that you can't explain. I, it's a shame. <laughs> yes. I, like, it, it is. It's, it's, <laughs> like, even though Brent is gay and engages in butt sex, it's hard for you to talk about it because it makes the me act of it, extraordinarily Do you think it's rooted in any sort of uncomfortable feelings you might have with either your body or with sex? Oh, I've a million uncomfortable feelings about sex. <laughs> but do you think that's it? And my body. Do you think there's the connection there between the squeamish reaction to something like you know, tissue or nerve endings or whatever the words are or whatever the activity is. Um, I don't know. I, 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 uh, I don't know. My weirdly enough, my brother has the same response, but he, he does has with the word come. A what? Oh wow! Yeah, C U M. Oh, interesting. Yeah, sorry, not C O M E. C U M. Huh? He's like had to leave comedy shows. <laughs> I forget who he saw. That's he saw awesome. some like raunchy comic once and. He was like, I almost didn't make it out of the theater. I, wow. I, I like collapsed in the lobby. Yeah. That's incredible. So it's, just, it's just like, I don't know how to explain it. It's just like yeah, an for, if, I, if I'm going to try, I'll just say like yeah. tissues and membrane and <sighs> things like that. Just the thought of it, it's it's too viscous shit. All that stuff makes <laughs> yeah. me want to throw up and yeah. die. Yeah. And I, I don't think, for me at least, not to speak for Brent, but I don't think of it as like a... But I don't think of it. It's not about my body. It's like science and and yeah. the, the human body. And I can't. But I, let's move on so I don't pass I had out trouble. to Alan. I had I had a lot of trouble coming up because to me, not very little makes me squeamish. But mm-hmm. like, to me, being squeamish also means just being wildly uncomfortable. Yeah, in a sure, situation. of course. And nothing makes me more uncomfortable than when someone makes a situation needlessly awkward mm-hmm. selfishly. Sure. That what you mean. bothers me to no end. And yeah. it's like, why did you have to make it weird? Yeah. Like, that yeah. makes me so uncomfortable. <laughs> Clipping fingernails is a weird one that, That's like, a gross question. One. I don't like. Do you, it, it, does it gross you out because of the act or does that it's sound? The sound. Oh, that I sound. Get, I have a, I have, I do have, and, and Michael has, sneezes a lot. And I, and my thought, my stepfather coughs a lot. And it's, it's a heart condition that he has. Mm. And I, I understand why they do it. But there's something about the sudden burst of loud noise oh, that, like, yes. really throws me off. Wait, and, do you hate balloons the much as much as I do? <laughs> I don't like balloons popping. Oh. But I don't hate it. It's just it throws me off. It doesn't make me squeamish or upset me. It just it it's jarring for a second, I and I don't know how to handle to someone it. Recently, who had a sneeze that was so loud it was inappropriate. I almost <laughs> what did said you something. Say? Yeah. What did you almost, say? I would have said that's a little much. Wait, do you say stuff to Michael? Are you like fuck you? No, no. Fuck you for sneezing. Of course not. No, but I do. I do say. <clears throat> Go take a pill. Go do that. Like right. you know what I mean. Like he'll suffer through it. Do you and say I, that to your stepdad? Like no, because he can't help it. Right. I mean, his is a heart condition that he literally cannot help, and yeah. I understand it. And he has lozenges all around the house and whatever. Also, odors. Odors really, yes. really bother me. Yes, me too. Especially because I feel like some odors you can't help, but if someone has like <clears throat> bad breath or something, oh, like or bo, B-O or whatever, B-O, I don't B-O. get it. I don't like it. Huh. it What's your reaction me. to vomit? Vomit, I don't, you know, I put that down there because I guess it makes me squeamish, but it really, very little makes me squeamish. But do you I mean, vomit when you see vomit? Are you that kind of guy? No, I nothing really ever makes me gag. Oh, that's good. Yeah, oh, I don't really good. have that kind of reaction. I think because 
I don't necessarily think just because of chemo. I've always kind of been comfortable with yeah the weird things that happen to us. Yeah. Good for you. I, mean, I, I do wish I ha- – I mean, honestly, I wish I could go into an eye doctor and not like – I literally, they explain stuff to me, and I grab onto the armrest I, yeah. I, I, for dear life. I had life. to give blood the other day, and by God, I can barely do it. <laughs> it's hard. I can barely, do, and every I would say one it's out of hard. five times, I will I will collapse. After can you really? blood? Yes. Collapse. Can, can like, you imagine? Actually lay down on the cold tile floor, and like I need like five minutes. And I've, then I've passed good. out a bunch, but yeah. can you like what I don't understand is. I'm in awe of diabetics who have to in- give themselves I insulin. I, I know. You got me. I I, I don't I know. know. I wouldn't be able to make it. <laughs> you would. You so would. Yeah. Oh I mean, if your life depended on it, you would. Yeah. There's, yeah. there's like, a, like when I when I started chemo, I had an option of a port being put into my chest mm. so that they could put they could like screw in the the tube and I would get my chemo that way. Right. Or I would get poked every day. Right. And I thought the easiest thing for me would just get to be poked every day because then I wouldn't have this massive scar reminding right. me for the rest of my life yeah, of, of this moment. You know what, what is I mean? A, what is a port? It's a port that they put, uh, I believe just, I think you can put it in other areas, but mine would have been in my chest, I believe. And it's it basically replaces the the being poked with an IV in oh, your arm. That's crazy. Um, and <laughs> they you just get hooked up to it and they enter the chemo through wow. that instead of through the arm through the arm but the arm was just i mean after a while especially when you have no other yeah, choice of course of course like, it's life and death you get you get used to it of course yeah. Brent, what do you how do you feel about IVs i've never had one oh ever um, really I don't think I've ever had an IV. Have no. you ever been mm-hmm. hospitalized? No. Sure, yeah. Never? In the IV, no. I'm like... Well, I mean, Elliot oh, yeah. has to go to the hospital every every two yeah. weeks. Yeah. <laughs> that's prolapse anus. Four <laughs> prolapse anus. Yeah. Got it. And that's how we'll end this segment. <laughs> <laughs> what would your aunt say? Brent, what would your aunt Ramona say about something she heard on today's podcast? I met your uncle at the wet seal at, <laughs> at the mall near me. <laughs> Roosevelt <laughs> Field. Roosevelt Field Mall. <laughs> That's funny. Um, my aunt would say, you know what? I still don't trust this Uber. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> How about Aunt Anne? My Aunt Anne would say, now, I don't mean this to be racist, but I understand why someone wouldn't want to ride with a gay. I don't want anyone looking better than me. <laughs> Cute. I kind of like your and aunt. I like how she would not make I, sense I that like that has nothing aunt. to do with race. I like her a lot more than my aunt. That's yeah. for sure. Well, thanks for listening. I'm Elliot Glazer. I am Elliot Glazer, and I am Elliot Glazer. Podcast Network.